All right, so here's the question as we get started tonight. Let me ask you a question, and here's the thing. You don't have to answer it. I just want you to think in your mind about the answer. Here it is. Have you ever thought about how much music influences your life? Have you ever thought about Again, you don't have to answer it. I want you to think about the answer. Have you ever thought about how much music influences you? I know for me, music carries a lot of weight. A lot of times, music affects my mood. A lot of times, music um, gives me joy when I am kind of not joyful, if you will, right? And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, when I feel that way, sometimes I just want to listen to a really loud song and not be joyful. You know what I'm saying? Music carries influence. Music influences you. Music influences me. And so here's what we're doing in this series, Top of the Charts, is that we're taking some of the uh, semi-popular songs of right now, or at least of the past couple months, and we want to kind of dissect some of the lyrics, and we want to kind of look at what are some, some truths that we can learn, not necessarily from the song, but from maybe the message of the song, the, the message that the song might be trying to carry. And so if you were with us last week, we looked at the song. Anybody remember? Yes. Something just like this, right? Anybody love that song? I love that song. It's a great song. It's a great tune. Coldplay? Come on. Coldplay is the best. All right. But hey, and so here's the thing, because when it comes to popular music, right, music is, in a sense, stay with me here, music is, in a sense, kind of like the thermometer of our life. And what I mean by that, right, is that music, a lot of times, determines what we like. Sometimes it determines what we worry about. Sometimes it determines what we value. And sometimes the truth is music, right, it actually points out sometimes some of the issues that you and I have. And so here's what I want to do. I want to play about two minutes of a song that is pretty popular right now by, uh, who's this chick? Uh, Julia Michaels. Anybody with me? Julia! Let's give it up for Julia. All right, so here's the deal. This is, meant, this is meant to have a little fun here in the front end of the teaching. And so as the music plays, man, you want to sing? You want to get up and dance a little bit? Then you can. All right, so check this out. I'm jealous. I'm overzealous When I'm down, I get real down When I'm high, I don't come down I get angry Baby, believe me I can love you just like that And I can leave you just as fast But you don't Judge me Cause if you did, baby I'd judge you too No, you don't Judge me Cause if you did, baby I'd Cause I got issues, but you got them too So give them all to me and I'll give mine to you Let's give the glory of all our problems Cause we got the kind of love it takes to suffer Yeah, I got issues And one of them is how bad I need to Yeah! Hey, let's give it up for our 
our dancers in the middle of the room tonight. All right, show of hands, how many of you guys like that tune? How many of you guys like that tune? Notice, notice all the ladies raised hands, all the guys were like, man, what is that anyway? I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. Right there, man. Right there. Hey, listen, man, that's a catchy tune. Here's the thing. I really like, I really actually like that song because it's so, it just kind of, it kind of draws you in. Anybody with me on that? Kind of draws you in. It's real catchy, right? Here's the thing I like about it, though. Listen up. I like the honesty. I like the honesty that comes from Julia Michaels. I mean, she's just honest about what she thinks about relationships. And one of the things that she says is a phrase that I think is very true for you. I think it's very true for me. She says, I've got what? I've got issues. So here's what I want you to do. Look at the person on your right and say, I've got issues. All right. Look at the person on your left. Look at the person on your left and say, you got them too. You got them too. I got issues. You got them too. Now listen up, listen up. All right. All right. You got to stick with me. The truth is, listen, now, I'm not going to ask you to respond. I'm just going to say this. Most of us would probably agree with that statement. We would probably say, listen up. We would probably agree that we have issues, that there are things about us, things that we do, right, that kind of, in a sense, drive people crazy. So maybe, maybe some of these are, are just small issues, like, for, exa- for example, m- maybe you have a really hard time focusing in your classroom. Anybody with me focusing? You have a hard time focusing? Maybe you have ADD. I should have said that. Or what about this one, guys? Maybe you are, is anybody kind of like me in here, you're really forgetful sometimes? Just forget things, man. Anybody ever forget to brush their teeth? Okay, good, 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 good. No cavities in the room. All right. Or what about this, guys? What about this? How many in here, be honest, let's just, moment of honesty, how many in here, man, you got some smelly feet, man, you got some smelly feet, smelly feet. You're like afraid to take your shoes off around people because it's so bad, you know? Hey, just so you know, they make odor eaters for that, odor eaters, go to Target, get some It'll change your life. Not that I have that problem. My feet actually smell really good. Really good. That is kind of weird. Or maybe, listen up. Maybe the issues sometimes, maybe the issues sometimes are a little bit bigger. Maybe they're a little bit bigger. Maybe it's like this. Maybe for you, you like to get on Instagram or social media and you like to use that tool or that media to, to kind of tear people down. Maybe, maybe that's an issue for you. Listen up, listen up. This is not a time to point fingers. This is a time for you to listen. Remember, God speaks through his word. You got to listen. Or maybe for you, it's like this. Maybe you have a bad temper. You don't have to answer the question. I just want you to listen. I just want you to listen. Or maybe for you, it's like this. Maybe 
you struggle with gossip. Maybe you struggle with language. See, all of us, we have... All of us, we have different issues. I have issues. You have issues. It's just true about life. The reason is because we're broken people. Because we're not perfect. That's what sin does to people is it messes you up. It, it takes something that was great at one time and, and then it kind of breaks it down. And so that's something that we all have in common tonight is that we all have things, we all have issues in our life. And the most interesting thing about the issues is here, here's the thing. I think a lot of times I find this very interesting. A lot of times we find it really easy to point out the issues in other people, but we can't really point out the issues in ourselves. And that's just true of life. We can very quickly point out what might be messing with someone else, but when it comes to our own life, sometimes we have blind spots. Sometimes we can't necessarily see. And so what I want to do tonight is I want to talk about one semi-issue. I want to talk about relationships or friendships. And so here's the thing. When it comes to Julia Michaels, right, if you look at the lyrics, if you listen to the song, if you study the words, she's got a lot of interesting opinions in her song. But I'm not as interested in her opinions as I am the Word of God, God's Word, where He speaks to us. And so I want to give you a passage of Scripture kind of to kick us off. It says this in Luke chapter 6. Here's what it says. It says, Do to others as you would have them do to you. Let me read it again. Do unto others. It's really simple, isn't it? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Students, honestly, if we would take this one truth and we would apply it to our life, like if, if you would take this one truth and you would apply it to your life right now so that if you were up on stage, you would be listening. You would want other people to be listening. See, if you would apply this one truth, do unto other people as you would want them to do unto you, things would go a lot better. See, it doesn't get much more simple than that. Treat other people the way that you want to be treated. See, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to friendships, that we treat people the same way that we would want the other person to treat us. But then Paul, the writer of a book called Philippians. Now, Paul had a, ma a massive transition in his life. He once was a, a person that, that didn't believe in God and, and actually as a profession, he killed Christians. He killed people that claimed to believe in God. And then he met, he met God. He had an encounter with God, like some of you have had before. And when he had that encounter with God, it changed his life. It changed his life so much that he went from being someone to kill Christians to being someone that would actually write a lot of the New Testament. A lot of what we read in this room, Paul wrote it. And in Philippians chapter 2, here's what Paul says. He makes it really practical and really tangible for us. I want to read it together. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. In other words, in your relationships, in your friendships, don't allow selfishness to be the driving factor. That's what he says. 
In your relationships, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vacancy. Then what he says is this. Check it out. Rather, in humility, there's a good word. In humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. See, Paul is writing in the book of Philippians, and this is what Paul is doing in this book. He's trying to help you and I to understand the way that relationships, healthy, effective relationships work. And he says this, he says, put the needs of other people ahead of your own. In other words, man, put everyone else's needs, you go ahead and put those first, and then your needs come last. But see, here's the reality, is that in the culture we live in, even in the media we listen to, the songs that we hear, a lot of times what, what, what they want you to believe or what the message of the song might be is the direct opposite. That in the relationship, it's all about what you want. That see, you're the center of attention or you're the center or the foundation, if you will, of the relationship. See, and Julia Michaels does this in her song. When she's talking about relationships, and we're talking about friendships and relationships, this is what she says in her song. She says, don't judge me, because if you do, then I'll judge you too. I mean, let's think about those lyrics. I want you to look at that. Don't judge me, because if you did, I would judge you too. In other words, hey, if you judge me, then I am going to judge you. If you do something that's harmful to me, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn around and do something that's harmful for you. Here's what that, that, that message is this message of revenge. It's this message of, hey, you, don't, you, you, you do something that hurts me, then I'll do something that hurts you as well. If you talk behind my back, then I'm going to go talk behind your back. And let's be honest for a second. Can we be honest for a second? This, this that I'm talking about right now, this might just characterize a lot of the relationships and friendships that you have. I want you to see the problem. Because a lot of times, students, that's, that's how we operate. We operate the same way that Julia Michaels is telling us to. That if someone judges us, then we're going to go judge them. Someone talks bad about us, we're going to go talk bad about them. And that's what we're told in this culture. That's kind of the way the world works. Is get, you're in it for you. You're the center. And see, a lot of times where I see this play out most is in social media. And it's not that you're doing something behind people's back. Because social media ain't behind nobody's back. It's out there. It's present but it's like this debate online, maybe it's because of appearance, maybe it's because of clothing styles. And so what happens is people just kind of attack each other, even in a social media platform like that. And the, the, the challenge that we all face with music, because music is great, I love music, but the challenge that we all face is when we allow music to dictate how we live our life. When we allow music to influence us so much 
that when it comes to the relationship and the way that we love others, we actually do the direct opposite of what is best. We do the direct opposite of what God would have for you to do and what God would have for me to do. But see, here's the thing. When you take two people, one person that has issues, right, and you take this other person that has issues, and whether it's in a friendship context or whether it's in a you know, relationship context, you put those together, and it's not always going to go so great because both people have issues. Both people are broken inside. I mean, think about it like this, guys. How many of you have a younger or older sibling, right? I mean, how hard is it to love your siblings sometimes, right? It's really hard. Be honest about it. It's really, really hard to do sometimes. But stay with me. Stay with me. Relationships and friendship and loving other people, that is the way that God designed you and I to operate. That's the way that God designed you and I to live. To be in relationship with others. And the thing about our culture, right, is that we are obsessed with this word or idea of love. I mean, you look at all these lyrics and songs, man, and you see love left and right, front and back. It's all over the lyrics. And here's the problem. Sometimes our idea of how to love another person is broken. Sometimes it is skewed. Sometimes there is a big miscommunication. And and let me see your eyes. Because here's what Paul is trying to do. Paul is trying to teach us from Jesus' example how to love someone well. How to love someone well. But here's the truth is that loving people and having healthy relationships with people is not easy Work. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Love is work that is worth doing. Love, having a relationship with a person, having a healthy friendship with someone, is love, love is work worth doing. And so when Paul talks about love, he's speaking from experience. See, he was around when the ultimate example of love was here, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was the ultimate example of love. The love that Jesus has for you, the love that Jesus has for me is greater than any love than you or I will or can ever experience. And see, here's what I want you to catch. Despite how selfish you and I can tend to be, despite how selfish you and I can tend to, to, to go, the truth is Jesus saw loving you worth the work. Jesus saw loving you worth it. And in the Bible, I want you to check out this verse. It's in a different translation. It's not going to be in your Bible, but here's what it says. Read it on the screen in your mind. Think of yourselves the way that Christ, Jesus, thought of himself. Think about this. He, he had equal status with God, 
but he didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Listen up. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity. In other words, he set aside the fact that he was God and took on the status of being a slave. See, students, Jesus is the ultimate example of love. And you know what Jesus did? Jesus came, and he was God who came down from heaven in the form of man, and he lived a perfect life free of sin, but then he was made fun of and beaten and mocked and ridiculed, and he was nailed to a cross, and he suffered a very painful, painful death because of his love for you. See, Jesus was the ultimate example of humility and selflessness. What we're talking about tonight, loving others the way that Christ would want you to love them, the way that Christ loves you, Jesus was the ultimate example of that. And I want you to catch this. It says this in verse 8, having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life, and then he died a selfless, obedient death. See, Jesus lived and died to teach us about love. He lived and died, students, to teach us about perfect love, to teach us about God's Love. See, you and I didn't deserve what Jesus did for us, but he selflessly gave his life and substituted his life for yours and for mine. And so as we begin to wrap up, here's what I want to do. I want to answer two quick questions. What's the best way to deal with the issues we have? And secondly, what's the best way to love people. So let me talk about that for a second. What's the best way to deal with the issues that we have? Here's the thing. Jesus was the ultimate example of love. And if that is true, and it is, then it makes it important for you and I to try to see how was it that Jesus loved other people. See, the greatest commandment in all of Scripture was love God, and then it was love your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus was the greatest example of this. But here's the thing. Loving people is not an easy thing. It's hard work, but it's work that is worth doing. And so if you were with us last week, we talked about this idea that we all have these kind of blind spots in our life. We have these places in our life that we don't always clearly see, but again, other people that know us pretty well, they kind of see it clearly. We might be blind to it, but they can see it pretty clearly. And so when it comes to the issues that you have, right, here's the thing. One of the ways, one of the ways that God uses the relationships in our life or the friendships in our life is that he uses people to help us work out those issues. 
Sometimes what we do is we go to the wrong people to help us work out those issues. But God, he desires that you and I are in relationship with people. That we have friendships with people, and so a lot of times he will use those people to help us. So here's what we have to do. We have to know what the issues are. So here's, here's a, a thing to, to put down on your notes. Be honest about your areas of weakness. Be honest about your weak spots. Be honest about the places where you are weak. And here's the thing. The, the thing that we all like to do, that we're all tempted to do, is we're all tempted to act like everything's okay. Somebody comes up to us and life's not the greatest right now. And they say, hey man, how you doing? The temptation is to say, oh man, I'm doing great, man. How you doing? When really inside, we got a lot of things happening. We got a lot of things going on. Students, this is one of the primary reasons, listen, that we do small groups. It's one of the reasons we do small groups because we, we believe it's really important that you have other students and other loving adult godly leaders that will help you in the issues that you have, that will help you when you have weak spots that show up in your life. See, that's what small groups is all about. And the last thing is this. How do we love other people? I think it's really simple. I think sometimes we make it really difficult, but I think it can be really simple. And when it comes to loving people in the best way, here's, here's the, the formula, if you will, if you're taking notes. Give more than you take. Give more than you take. Giving is greater than taking. Here's what Jesus said, or here's what was said about Jesus the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. See, Jesus, students, listen, Jesus humbled himself. He humbled himself to the point of death. And he humbled himself so much that he was willing to die on the cross for your sin and for mine, and that's what Paul is trying to get us to, to see tonight is value others above yourself. If you would apply this one simple thing, value others above valuing yourself. It doesn't mean you don't care about yourself. It doesn't mean that you don't care about your life. It just means that you put the people in your life before you place yourself. And so there's one thing tonight as we wrap it up. We have something at M12 called the One Kindness Board. We talked about this a little bit last month. But this is a board that is filled with envelopes and ideas of how you can literally, tangibly go out of this room and even inside this church, inside the walls of 12 Stone, and practice putting other people ahead of yourself. Practice something like kindness to other people. And so I want to encourage you tonight, if you're in a small group, maybe that's something that you and your small group could talk about tonight, is, man, how do we want to, as a small group, how do we want to extend kindness and put the needs of others above the needs of ourselves? So students, Jesus modeled this for us. He modeled what it was like to truly love others that we're in 
relationships with. And it doesn't matter if it's family, if it's friends, if it's teachers, if it's coaches, if it's aunts, if it's uncles, if it's siblings. He would tell us, hey man, put the needs of others ahead of your own. And so as we close tonight, let me ask a couple questions. Do you need to be honest about weak spots in your life? Do you need to tell someone about areas of weakness? Or maybe it's like this. Maybe you want to go to someone who you trust, someone who you can trust to be honest but in a kind way, and ask them, hey, man, where are my weak spots? And the second question is this. What does it look like for you to give more than you take? What does that look like for you? Sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, guy, girl, what does it look like for you to give more than you take?